Hey guys, this is Wilson coming at you, bringing you the movement. I'm here with the Shepherds of the Men. It's Cam. Woo! JP. Of the Men. Of the Men. Of the Men. Shepherds of the Men. What's up, bro? How are you, man? Uh, Doing great, dude. Uh, This has been awesome. And then obviously we have O in the background doing all these magical tools, uh, making us sound good. Yeah. So Making that beard look good. My God. For real. Bringing beard back strong. He's a straight up Viking, dude. He's got the axe, the helmet, and he's he's just got to get a shield. I don't know if he's got that. Dude, if Beard Struggle doesn't sponsor that, man, they're screwing Mm, up. For real. Woods Viking over there. Ranked Productions. Ranked Productions. Ranked Productions. But um, yeah, man, we have had a wild ride in the last couple of weeks with Shepherds and Men in a good way. Uh, a lot of growth, a lot of development, and uh, we want to dedicate this uh, episode to talk about God. what's coming. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what's gonna, coming down the pipe? I was going to pour one out for my homies. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I, I'm excited about what's coming, and I think you guys as a listener should be too. You know, honestly, uh, it's going to be beneficial for you if you really want to take yourself to the next level as a man. Um, it's definitely going to be beneficial for you to go through our Men Reforge program that we're developing. Uh, here and now, we're going to be talking about a few things uh, on the concepts, uh, but uh, not going into a ton of detail. We're just going to give you just a, a little bit of a flavor of what you what to expect. Coach Burt would say, taste the ice cream. Taste the ice cream. It's so. just a little ice cream. Just a little. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that joke. They still you? do samples during COVID. I don't know if they do. Yeah, they oh, do yeah. samples. Yeah, because you got still, the. Is that still a thing? Sample spoons. COVID, not the ice cream. Oh, COVID's not a thing. It's never. It never was a thing. <laughs> Just uh, having some fun. Just having some fun. Like, it, it was. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was a no, thing. No, it wasn't. You know, you can double masks now. No, oh, no, no, wow. no, 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 no. COVID is a real thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's the, make sure. The the the, the thing. Well, that I'm was, gonna agree to disagree on that. I know. Yeah. I'm just the thing that was created around it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was bullshit. Oh, like less than a one percent chance of dying, and you're gonna shut down the whole entire country. Biden, shut Biden your was talking face. shit about Trump. Talking oh, shit about Trump. Not well. He ain't got no plan. He ain't got no plan for it. We've been in into it and stuff like that. I I have a plan. I can I can eradicate it and stuff like that. And Donald Trump's dragging in, his feet and then he gets in office and he's like, There I, is no plan. <laughs> Except he didn't say it nearly that boldly because he's about no. to fall over right. at any moment. Well somebody yeah. was working his arms. So yeah. he was like there is no That's plan. That's why he's having a hard time putting that pin in his pocket. <laughs> Somebody's got a stick working his arm back there. <laughs> you realize he only has like a few minutes of, of time. He can actually They're talk not even days, just yeah. minutes. Just back minutes. there going, wow. damn it, Barack, don't move know, it so right? fast. He no. can't get the pen in there. Wow. So anyways, we were talking about what? <laughs> no, this is great. I, we we haven't really cut it loose and just kind of be, you know, not formal or whatever. Uh, the last couple of episodes have been power-packed uh, with some really good information, some good information about a multimillionaire on how you could take your life to the next level uh, or your business if you are into that type of thing. Uh, Coach Burke uh, can definitely bring out the best in you um, if you're into that. Uh, and then we also had Trevor. <laughs> if you're into being better than you were. Well, if you are, I mean, hey, some people yeah. would think that they're content and they want to be where they're I've at. I've got and, a strange know. feeling at this point. They're not listening to us if they just want to be the <laughs> that's same. That's true. That's true. It's yeah. probably not a good idea because yeah. you probably feel worse about yourself. Every time. Unless it's either pure entertainment value or what size shirt does Josh have on? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the only reason I'm watching Although visual right Huge. I'm wearing huge. Today. And thank you, Josh, for building our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Subscriptions. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You just keep doing your thing, working yeah. out, yeah. all that good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll come shirtless, you come without pants on. Okay, i got to show the booty. Show the booty. <laughs> That's what the table's for. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to see what's below this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does, but I don't. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, okay, so back, backstory. So, if you're back listening story. to this, we're going to go ahead and explain this. Chris Wilson has a very voluptuous um, keister. On him. And for a man, it's uncomfortably large and nice and round and wow. fit and t- tabletop kind of thing. Wow. Uh, but no, yeah, I'm just... I, I'm he just, has dreams about me at night, dude. I'm yeah, just, this is, this is <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... Man, that makes you more uncomfortable. That was like it does. Man. That was that Kamala laugh. Like, I'm laughing because it's yeah, true. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's funny. No, but in all seriousness, it's uh, it's pretty funny. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah. But anyway, all enough right. about my ass. Yes. Uh, so. yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. You're just jealous, Cameron. I mean, a little, but, you know, that's why I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, hey. Because so, me and you are sitting on our backs right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got extended back. <laughs> this is good. Look we haven't it. had this in it's a It's like inner shaft. You just measure it all. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> and I was sitting over there going, God, I'm glad they're not talking yeah. about me. <laughs> so glad. That, Volleyball did him well. So glad yeah. I can edit a lot of this out. Yeah. There's a lot but I'm not going squats. to because it'll be entertaining. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about what what's new with you guys and all of us collectively, and then let's dive in. So whoever so wants to So what's share. new is um, about to make a very sizable investment. Um, that is going to benefit Shepherds of Men big time uh, in the future. Um, it's it's going to be a place uh, where men are going to be able to uh, get together. Um, there's going to be a really nice area uh, that has a lot of square footage um, that you know we can create some of these masterminds and these getaways and and really like I mean in all seriousness really be impactful for men, a place for men to get together, men to talk about how men can become better. Um, and, uh, and it's going to be in a beautiful setting overlooking, yeah. uh, some nice valleys and stuff like that. Probably have some, you know, 10, 12 point bucks walking around and stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a gorgeous area. It's coming. I'm not going to say anything about it. Uh, specifically right now, but it's going to be really, really cool to see, um, you know, over the next year that coming together mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So it'll be one of the top cool. venues in the country, quite yeah. frankly. Um, and there'll be, it'll be a multi-use type place. Um, but specifically for this conversation, man, it, it's going to be a place where as we're, we're going to talk about the men reforged initiatives here soon and, and the, the high carbon boot camps that we're going to do there and pumped to be honest with you, man, I, I, I think it's going to just drop jaws. I mean, like when people pull up, it's going to be like, holy crap. And, 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 and that's going to be the, just seeing it. And then what's going to be even cooler is that the, the content and the growth that will happen inside those walls and even, and really probably more, even more outside those walls, yeah. you know, in the woods and whatever, yeah. um, it's going to change lives. It's really going to change lives. It's an amazing vision, um, that honestly, I don't think we had for that venue to start with. And now that we're understanding how we can take SOM to another level and realizing how we can physically uh, surround people with other people and, and do what we've been talking about lately, which is is calling men to something greater, mm-hmm. helping them pull that, that thing out of them that's been in there since they've been born. They just got to discover it. And, and yes, as we've been talking about a lot lately, put themselves in a position for it to discover them. Yeah, you know? And uh, I think that's going to be an environment where that'll happen a lot. It, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Like it really is. Like it gets me giddy. Yeah. Like I've I've got butterflies just thinking about it because I can see that thing packed out with you know fifty, sixty, hundred guys um, that are all in there that are gonna make a huge difference. I think they say on average a person meets fifty thousand people in their lifetime. Um, you know, and if you can change the life of ten people and those people meet fifty thousand people, kind of thing. So from a higher level, and what's what we've always talked about, you know, SOM, the movement, the intention is to create a larger platform to impact more people because we know that the message that we're we're sharing right now, I know we have a lot of fun with this, and entertainment's part of it because uh, the last thing you want to do at 5 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning whenever you get up and you're driving to work is listen to a dull-ass podcast. Uh, but in all seriousness... rather listen to a podcast about Wilson's ass. About Wilson's <laughs> ass, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Uh, but it's, it's, it's going to be fan. I'm like, I can already see it. I can, I can see it. I can see a bunch of guys sitting in there getting hyped up about what they're going to do and the impact they're going to make in their community, man. And I'm, I'm freaking stoked about that. I I can't wait. Likewise. 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 So I'm pumped about what 2021 is going to be. I'm glad 2020 was out and, uh, we're in, uh, in a new year, which is even better. Um, actually 2020. One or 2020 was actually really good for us. Um, coming down to it now, I'm doing my taxes and stuff. Um, I was like, oh, actually, so that'd be a good idea. We grew. Okay, good. I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I lived in just like your head for a little no, I mean, no. I, I, I knew the check account was going growing i mean I'm i like, wish i lived in your good. ignorant bliss is what yeah, i was trying I to say it. that's what i said like, in your head for every once in a while i need to take a dive into the hot tub like you don't want to stay there yeah, <laughs> you just want yeah. to get in for a well, little i mean somebody told we've been I'm not trying to I'm, fully submerge you know what happens in hot tubs i just i just yeah. want to go chest deep yeah. okay now, I, it's going over my head whatever y'all are saying I'm so focused on what I'm trying to say. Get it out. Yeah. It out. So the uh, the thing is, is I, I just focus on what I need to do, and everything else will just come. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about the checking count and all this other stuff. I you know I take care of my bills. I know I'm responsible, but at the same time, it's just like 
all of that will come together as long as I do the work. Yeah. If I do the work, everything else will come to play. Yeah. But and, I still think like budgeting and stuff like oh, that's yeah, important because then you, you know. Yeah, I've got a budget. Okay. Can I follow it? All right. Well, you got high pitched right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Typically what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not like, I'm not like Cam over here. Now, I know your budget and how you do it. You're like to the penny. Like you're literally, to, literally the to the penny. Literally to the penny. I don't do that. I have a ballpark budget of where I need to stay in. And as long I'd as I'm I'd love stay to see that, your ballpark. Well, I mean, I have an idea. I, I would have to guess it's probably one of the larger ballparks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, talk, I'm thinking 100,000 100, yeah. seater. I'm not thinking this is like a Division II ball stadium. I'm thinking this is like LSU or something. But yeah, no, I I, I have a budget. I know what my expenses <laughs> I are. I have a budget. That's like and saying. I know what I need to make, and I just go after making it. And go. then there if I go. make that money, yep. I'm fine. Yeah, that's good. All the other stuff, I don't have to worry about sweating. No, there's certainly uh, there's. I mean, don't get bogged down with it. You know, I'm I'm very OCD and anal about the stuff, and part of that is because that's my nature uh, and my personality. But part of it's because I have spent sixty eight cents to get gas before. Right. You know, and like so, when you think you know pennies aren't important, just do that once. Yep. You know, and let that be all you had. You'll and I, and I don't get bogged down with it, but I do track it. Oh yeah, I do track it, and there'll be a point when I don't. But I I don't know what level it's going to be. <laughs> I really well, don't. You've created a habit. That's the biggest a, difference. Yeah, yeah. For you. Whether it's a good one or a bad one, I don't know. But it's it is one for sure. Yeah, well, I, I I heard somebody just real quick while we're talking about this though. Um, there there was I was listening to um somebody that was that was talking about creating schedules, um, and keeping a calendar. And uh, they they were saying, you know, one of the reasons why all you knuckleheads can't keep a calendar is because you look at it as like a prison. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got to do this, and I got to do this, and then I got to do this, and then I got to do this. The way you should look at it is, of course, you're going to have responsibilities that you have to take care of. But if you could build a day, and you could build a, a perfect day, relatively speaking, with your responsibilities, what would your day look like? You pepper in things that you want to do in there, but you yep. put your responsibilities in there, too. Then you create a day that you actually want to go attack the next day. Don't create a day that's like a jail cell that's like, right, I'm going to do all this crap that I don't want to do all day long. You know, kind of thing. So that was a side well, note. Like, so that was free. No, it's a good advice. point. I mean, even with point. my budget, like, you know, I when I started doing that, it was because I had to be strict about my money. Yeah. And now I still think it's smart to be wise about your money, but there's certainly times when we blow the budget. I mean, the, you know, but I f- I'm not anxious about those times like I used to be because I know... Cause I know where all my money's at. So if I blow the budget, it's a very intentional, like if we do that, I'm gr- I'm good with it. Yep. You know? So. Well, my, uh, to my defense, there was a time that I had a lot of bills and a lot of debt and a lot of crap. Yeah, I remember. So once we paid all that off, it was like, I don't have a lot to keep up with. I know those three bills are going to come out every single month, and that's all I care about. Well, that's, I mean, and that's kind of the surface level of why you should get out of debt. Yeah. Like, it just makes life easier. Like, oh, my god! I remember getting to that point where it was like, is it really only like two things I'm paying this month? Because it used to be 12. Yeah. You know, like. So it was funny because once we, um, you know, obviously we're, you know, about to undergo a, a very large purchase, right? So we're working with some finance companies and stuff like that on, on how to get, you know, the, the money and, and, and best rates and stuff. And I had a, a, a guy, a financial officer that called me today and he was like, okay, so we're good. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean we're good? And he was like, well, we can, you know, on the loan, here's, here's the terms of the loan, stuff like that. And I was like, dang, that easy. And he was like, well, when you don't have a shit ton of debt lined up all down through there, it was pretty easy to analyze. I mean, what you make versus what you're spending uh, is is a pretty good debt to you know income ratio and stuff. So it really wasn't much of a question. Did you find it funny like how many like on the the debt side like how many column or rows there were, dude? And I was like, I had like one listed there. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of blank spaces, you know. Yeah, I think there's there was shit. There's probably twenty of them down yeah. through there, and there was two different columns. Yeah. Of it, like oh, one wow. of them was standard stuff, like mortgage and car, like stuff that most people have, and then there was like a whole line of stuff like next to it that was like other, uh, yeah, other <laughs> stuff. Like God, More how much stuff. other do you have? Hey, honestly, I mean, I, there was a time in my life where I could have filled out that whole damn paper. Oh, yeah, you know? I mean, it, I that was I, awful. I don't think I've ever. Part of it was right after I got married. <laughs> yeah. Well, my so my wife has always been very, very frugal about stuff. Like she has buyer's remorse, like nobody's business. That's my she wife. she struggles, man. She does not like to pay for stuff to the point where she'll complain about something not being good, but won't buy the good stuff. I'm like, don't. We need to make an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I kind of get that. Me and your wife are wired a lot. <laughs> yeah, probably right. My wife, she'll grab the item walk around the store and before we even leave she puts the item back yeah 
Like, see, I'm like, D- just buy it. I already said you could buy it, so buy it. See, if I make a decision, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm, I'm a buyer, buying. not yeah, a shopper. Me, me too. I don't, I don't, I don't generally shop. shop for stuff. I'm like, you know what I need? I need one of these. I'm recovering. I used to be more of a shopper. I'm recovering. <laughs> I, I am recovering. Like, I used to be more of a shopper, and it was literally like, oh, that cheese is three ninety four. This three cheese is three seventy two. I'm going to go with the three seventy. I, I do it's literally. Like, there was... It ain't worth my mental it's energy. Not. I'm it's not. You. No, I'm not telling you that's a good thing. That's yeah. stupid. In, unless you, you know, are really in that bad of shape financially, yeah. in which case you probably should just skip the cheese. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right? I'm just telling like it is. You yeah. just need a hamburger, not a cheeseburger. Why don't right. you get uh, that government cheese? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but now I'm more like I don't really look at stuff. You know, I'm just like I know what I need. I know what I want. I know what I prefer. Yeah. You know, and like I'd rather enjoy life. But you got to find that balance for you and for your for your bank account. Just you know, live right. below your means. Live yeah. below your means, yep. and then huge. when you get to a point where your income is increased and you have uh, more resources, then s- still live below your means, but live at a higher level, just still below your means. It's right. like we talked about with integrity too. Like one of the big things that we've talked about with the men reforged is integrity, and, and the integrity portion of what you do is not just how you treat people, but how you treat your commitments. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if you got in debt. You better pay don't, for that. Well, well, don't go be living a life of, of luxury right. if you owe a shit ton of money. Pay right. the damn money back. Live below your means. Pay the money back. That's integrity. I mean, in it, it in itself, but right aren't there. they just going to forgive student loans? Aren't oh, they? my God. Well, um, they shouldn't. I, I, yeah. I mean, no, sure. I, you know, there's a uh, friend of mine named Justin, and uh, he, he posted something recently about his aggravation. He's like, okay, so since I didn't go to college and I started working right out of high school, and work my ass off to, and he owns his own company now. He does like roofing and siding and windows and all this different kind of stuff. Real successful, and uh, still, I think he's probably thirties, maybe pushing forty, whatever. And he is like, so since I did all that, should I get some like things paid to me? You since, cred- absolutely. Should I get some credits or something like that since I didn't take out the loan? What's the average student loan that's going to be paid off? Yeah, and I need a credit. But then and the, like, you what? do realize where this money is going to come from. Uh, us. All the people who <laughs> are paying for the But it's the same thing with the stimulus check, yeah, right? Like I, I, I don't agree with the stimulus check at all. But mm-hmm. if you're putting, if you're giving money out like that, then I'll take some of mine back. I will, right. but you know what's crazy is you, you get the stimulus check. And I, I just, ours came in through, I didn't even realize it because it's a separate account that we just have for business stuff that I don't even use. And that's the one that they had. And they so they auto-draft, not auto-drafted, but auto-deposited it in there. And I'm just like, that's cool because I'm about to have to do taxes. I'm just going to send it right back to you. Yeah. You know, it's like you didn't stimulate shit. I'm yeah. just sending you the money right back because I own my own businesses and I'm going to drop however many thousands of dollars in taxes here in about a month. I'm just going to give it right back to you. I so do... I appreciate you just offsetting that a little bit. Well, see, yeah. what's bullshit about that is I won't even get it. And the people that get it, I've paid in probably six times the amount of tax that they've paid. That, that right. blows my mind. That's like the whole argument about, hey, rich should do their part. They should pay more. Right. Like, Whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean pay more? Do you realize that they paid more in a year than you've produced over the last 10 in taxes? Think about that. What do you mean do their part? If they pay a percentage and you pay a percentage that's the same percentage they pay, that's doing their freaking part in my mind because they're paying way more into this country than you are. Right. Let's, let's go back to this. It's a mentality thing. So, yeah. like, how many of those people do you think are sitting around coming up with badass venue ideas that will generate millions of dollars and create jobs yeah. that will allow them to produce for themselves and multiple other families? None of them. Yeah, but that's just because you're greedy. Yeah, right. Or, yeah. or, or, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You got balls. I don't know. Maybe something else. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, but, but there's risk involved. They don't want to do that because it's it's it can be risky or it's scary or it's you know there's you know whatever. It's new new ground. You got to learn new stuff. You got to try new. It, or maybe you're on the phone at 10 p.m. with your business partner talking about financials and stuff like that while they're sitting there watching Netflix or something, and you're yeah. you're putting in 40 hours a week on top of your job so that you can get and things we, rolling. We were literally filling out credit apps. <laughs> Yeah, ten o'clock last night. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the and thing. honestly, it was more entertaining to me than doing yeah. something else. Yeah. I'd rather do that. I mean, I, I really would. Like, I, maybe I'm weird, but I'd rather do shit like that. So, like, so what do you do in your downtime? Other shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's a, here's a note to you. If you're not where you want to be at in life, then then you know, put your head down, and grind, man. Stop stop thinking that the hours outside of your job or whatever are for rest and relaxation mm-hmm. only. Right. And I mean, to be honest with you, you if you 
you only need an hour or two to to yourself or your family or whatever you need to do. But if you're in that grind stage of your life, you're in your 20s and 30s, man, grind. Stop talking about I put in a good eight hours today at work. I'm done. Like that that old uh, that old adage. Like if you can put in eight hours to a business that's not yours, then why in the hell can't you invest time in yourself? Right. You know, kind of thing. And but you know, well, it's just like it's a mindset shift or a mindset shift. Just like when, what Trevor was talking about whenever he was looking to go uh, rent a condo. And he was like, well, how can we buy this so that way we can right. go there for free? You just got to think of ways to create money. That's, money's all out there. There's ways to make money. You just got to find there's it. so much, dude. There's it, so it's much. Cra- and we so take for granted in, in America. Like, There's so many ways to create more revenue. And then what's crazy, you know, there's that whole thing about, well, you got to have money to make money. Not really. No, but once you have some, it's a lot easier to make more. Exactly. Well, when so the thing about it is, um, it's it's like that that natural um, kind of thing of like reproduction and stuff like that. When you put a lot of little hundred dollar bills together, they have a lot of little hundred dollar bill babies. <laughs> like that's what starts to happen. And then the commas start showing. Yeah, up. because oh, yeah. well, and I think some of that has to do with you become more financially uh, intelligent. Yeah. Like you start sure. to learn, like. It's just like we talked about, like with this this huge undertaking that we're about to. This is no little thing, and we're talking to like bankers that deal with millions upon millions of dollars, and they're like, it's you know, it's it's a it's a stressful time, you know, it's you know whatever, and 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 like you know, Cameron spoke about in previous episodes. For us, it's not because we know what we're capable of, but the stuff that you learn along the way is going to be so valuable. That's why I look so for like the por- the portions of this where people are like, I don't want to do that. It's risky. It's scary. It, 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 you know, whatever for me personally, I'll walk away from this 10 years down the road. And that guy 10 years from now, will look at the Josh of today and go, thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for taking a step. And not, not only from the revenue standpoint, but what you learn in the process, some people aren't willing to step into the pool to even figure out how cold it is. Well, here's, here's another thing. So true. Let me ask y'all too, because y'all are in this process together. Is it beneficial that you took the time and researched a company that was reputable that could help you walk you through this process versus if you both were to go do this together without that information and just, eh, let's just see what happens. Well, two things. And it, like, if you think investing in yourself is bad, then like, stop thinking it. Stop. I mean, like we, we talked about that with coach Burt, like the, right. what we're doing with shepherds of men and where it's going to go from what we've, what we've been doing organically to this point to where things are moving. As we talk about the men reforge initiatives and the, in the, in the high carbon boot camps and the, you know, all the webcasts and all the stuff we're going to do in this program, it's going to be amazing, but we needed somebody to guide us. And we had to invest in ourselves to, to figure out how to do that. Cause we mm-hmm. didn't know how. So, you know, same thing with, uh, with this venue. I mean, the very first thing that our good friend and commercial banker told us was one of the best things y'all could have ever done was invest in that company that has consulted you along the way. Although it, it cost you money on the front end, and with no, like we're spending, we're investing money, not spending, we're investing money with zero return or even potential for return for a period of time. The bank will look at you so much more strongly that we feel good about lending money to you because you're not just trying to figure this out. You're not right. just two or two couples trying to figure out what's going on. You're working with people that have done this over and over and over again. Well, and, and that, that goes back to what we've said in the past. You want the truth, follow the money. Yep. If you want the truth, follow the money. Talk to a banker. A banker is going to tell you the truth because you know what the banker's interest is? The bank. Right. Not you. It's the money and how they get their money back. So when a banker looks at you and goes, wait a minute, you have a mentor? Who's your mentor? Who's talking to you about all this stuff? Oh, okay. So you guys hired a consulting company that has been doing weddings for decades and they built wedding venues and they've done designs for wedding venues and stuff and they've been in the game and stuff like that. Okay, good deal. That tells me more than anybody going, hey, that's a good job. You should do whatever you... When the banker looks at you and goes, oh, okay, best decision you guys made. Mm-hmm. That goes for your life, too. Yep. I don't care if you're, you yep. don't have to be running a venue. If, if you're listening to this and you're just trying to figure out which direction to go, we've talked about this before, a mentor or somebody who has been where you want to go, pursue them. Ask them, yep. you know, hey, man, Pay can them. I buy lunch? Yes. Can I buy lunch for you? I just want to sit down for an hour. And I, Cameron, I think I heard you say that once with mm-hmm. uh, your pastor. Yep. You were like, hey, look, dude, I'll, I'll take you out to lunch. Like, I just, I want I want an hour of your time. I'm where still we can having that. I was texting with him the other day. Yeah. Like, literally this week. I'm like, I'm trying to lock down another time because he's, he's starting to 
play at a really high level. Yeah. I want to make sure. I'm yeah. Like kinda yeah, exactly. Well, and, and if you're listening, that's gold. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that mm-hmm. is gold. That will pay dividends for you for the rest of your life. And I can promise you that. So if you're worried about getting a mentor because, oh, well, I'm just little old me, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just little, you know, whoever, I haven't really done anything. That's fine. There's a lot of guys out there. And like, we just, we just had coach Burt on the, on the podcast um, to talk about some business sense and stuff. Guy's a multimillionaire, but you know where he's at in his life? He wants to give back. He mm-hmm. wants legacy. He wants to, and that's where most of those guys that are a high level are right now. That's what they mm-hmm. want. So, but, now, but you're going to have to pay to play for somebody like that. Sure. Their time is more valuable than you because they've created something that they, that they can give back to you. They've, they're basically what we end up investing into Shepherds of Men with Coach Burke was able to drill down in, in a three-day process, 23 years of experience. Oh, yeah. That's priceless in itself, no yeah. matter what the cost was. Yeah. You know, so the investment part is nothing when if you put work and action into it behind the scenes. Now, if you just go to learn right. and just get a degree, you ain't doing nothing with that degree, then that's that's just a waste of time and money. And then you do have a right to be pissed, but be pissed at yourself. Well, you go talk to any successful individual – um, and like we've talked about in the past, you, know, you talk to any successful individual, there was a time when the road diverged and they found somebody. They found somebody that made an impact in their life. You go talk to somebody successful that, that manages millions of dollars and stuff like that. Go look at their financial advisor. Go look at what they spend on lawyers. Go look at what they spend on their CPAs and stuff like that. I guarantee you they don't shortchange it. Right. They find the best that they can find to get advice from. Advice, information is king. You know, and, and when you have, so to your question was, you know, was it different than, you know, me and Cam doing it? Absolutely. Me and Cam could have figured it out. I have no doubt in my mind we could have figured it out, but we would have spent a shitload more money doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing that people miss is they, you'll actually spend more money and more time, which really translates to more money, you know, and more heartache if you try to do it on your own, you know, and and I'm thinking about this as we're kudos to, to producer odin over here i've we've seen him invest in himself and he's started rank productions and he's invested in awesome equipment and every time i've come in here he's talked about the next equipment like he's talking about getting cam we got cameras in here now like he's gonna get some other ones you know like he's, he's not he's trying to play at a high level and now he's he's going through boot camps and 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 coaching seminars and things like that to to take his brand off and i, I think it's awesome man like his and I, he was talking to me earlier before we started recording. And it's like you could see a, a fire in his eye about the investments he was making in himself. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was the cool, you know, because we've all get like we get that. Like he's talking about the cash he's dropping on the things he's doing, and some people would be like about to shit themselves, you know, or whatever. And and he was getting the fact that this is a positive thing. Like right. I got no issue. This is not like I'm losing money. This is me making money. And then along the way, you get some people who who will give you feedback of like, dude, great job. Like coach, before he left, he yeah. goes, dude, this is this, this setup's is, awesome. This is uh, mm-hmm. what did he say? Um, it's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. I, and and that's you know one of the funny things about it is, and this is something I think I'll pride myself in for the rest of my life is every day that I pull up to my house, I get out of my truck, I look at it, and I'm like, you're driving a 2007 Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> Don't rub it in. I went a long time with it. It's okay. I'm not saying the delayed gratification. Trust me, I'll drive a nice truck. <laughs> well, I'm still once, two years old. I once, I, once, I, once I get where I want to be. <laughs> but there's a, there's a part of it, I look at that, and I'm like, I drive a 2007 Toyota Tacoma, and I am investing amounts of money, investing amounts of money where I could buy any truck that I wanted. Right. Any truck. Cash. It doesn't really matter. I could I could pay cash for any truck that I wanted, but instead I am investing large amounts of money into things that are long term vision goals mm-hmm. for me. And I've I've always been a big proponent of do something today that your later self will thank you for. Mm-hmm. What and you think about that. Like what will what will Josh in ten years turn around and look at me today and go, Thank you. Thank you mm-hmm. for doing that. That's the point. That's good. And I think the reason we kind of got off, I don't even know that we meant to go down this trail for no, this episode. Good. But it's, I, it's all I coming together. What it's help what it's saying to me for people that are listening is we understand how valuable investing in yourself is. Um in 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 our ourselves as well. And we're gonna continue to do that. Because oh, yeah. the only way that we can pour out is if our cup is full. Right. So <clears throat> and and we believe that a large 
purpose, a large portion of the purpose of our life is to pour out into others and to impact others, inspire them to, to, to be called to something greater and to do what they're really supposed to do when they're here on earth. Um, and that's why we've, why, that's why we form Shepherds of Men. And that's why we're forming this uh, Men Reforge program. That's why we're doing these different things. You know, that's why we've taken the time for free to spend three hours on a call, you know, to, to really, and, and not, that was one call. Yep. You know, that we're really like, let's hammer out some things now. And then since that call, we've been continuous follow-up, constantly communicating every day about, okay, how are we developing this program? So as people like start investing in themselves and, and join this program, they just, and I know they will, but understand that this is not like, hey, here's some cool words. Here's a cool idea. Let's throw it up on a whiteboard and charge some people money for it. Yep. No, this is literally hours and hours and ye- years plus of learning and growing and developing and making sure there's content, make sure, sure there is something of value, um, packaging things the right way where it can be digestible, you know, all this different stuff. And we're not done yet. We're, we're still working on it and find going through it with a fine tooth comb and, 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 you know, dotting the I's across the T's and all those other cliche things you say. And, and it's going to be amazing. It will be absolutely game changing for anybody that decides to not just be a part of it, but participate um, and do what Wilson said, which is take the coaching and apply it to your life. And it's nothing that's necessarily um, groundbreaking as far as the principles. But I do believe that we have a very unique standpoint as, 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 you know, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different influences, but a common voice. Yep. You know, one and our principles of our life are in line. So our, our core principles are there where we can have a voice that can truly change the trajectory of man. I believe that, you know, and I know you all believe that too, sitting here. You know, Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're about. And that's, and that's why God put us here, in, in my opinion, was to, to pursue this path and create a channel for, other men that have been in the same position we've been in where we're sitting there going, there's got to be more. There's more in me. How do I get it out? What do I do with it when I get it out? You know, like, where do I apply it? it, it all those different things that, that if you're listening right now and that stuff is churning in you, it's just a matter of, as Coach Burt would say, it's a matter of getting around a good coach. It's yep. a matter of getting around somebody that's impactful or influences. It's associating with somebody different. You know, it's it's creating different habits in your life, different disciplines. Wilson may be about to go through some of those six characteristics. Yeah. I mean, it's not uncommon for us, and this is the reason why it's 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 progressed to this point, uh, for people to reach out to us to want to go deeper, wanting to get more, wanting to, to learn more, even be personally mentored by one of us at the table. And the reason why we're doing the Men Reforged is to drill that down to those who are serious. Those who are serious about taking your, your... So you come into this world, I believe, and our personal beliefs, is that you're made by the Creator, and you're perfect. But as life goes through, and you're going through the journey of life, you get impurities come onto you. You get rusted. You get lazy. You get bent out of shape. You get all these different pieces to you as if you're looking at yourself as a, in this symbolic uh, idea, as a sword. So we're going to definitely, we're going to refine you. We're going to reforge you back to your original state and then make you better. Um, and help not better than what you're found, uh, like the God, the creator created you to be, but bring out the best that you were meant to be. So that when you do go to battle, you can actually freaking cut somebody's head off. You know, we I want mean, you to be sharp as hell. So. Yeah, dude. I, I want you to be sharp. And if you're not sharp, you're you're doing a disservice to you, your family, and the men around you because you're yeah. an example. And that's the that's the core of all of this is that you are the example that people are looking to. And even and I know there's a, there's part of, of my life that I didn't realize people were looking at me. And man, I hope I didn't screw them up. But I found out like there was a lot of people that were influenced by me. And you are influencing somebody in your life. Yep. You just got to understand that. Now, is it a positive influence or a negative? So these core um, characteristics. characteristics of what a man is, is and where it starts from is first your association. Now, we all know, and we've talked about this, I think we even dedicated an episode more, more or less mm-hmm. about why association is so important. Like if you hang around a certain crowd of people, or if you were, uh, I don't know if you ever had to deal with the cops, if you were hanging around with somebody who has weed on them, you are guilty by association, no matter what. 
Why's it got to be weed? I think that's an old law. Well, well it's an old law. Drugs. Okay, let's say drugs. <laughs> there we go. Well, it used to be. Is weed, weed a lot, still a drug? Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. Hopefully, they'll pass it and say it's not. But <laughs> anyway, my favorite is that uh, uh, to tell if somebody has ever smoked weed or not and stuff is when like people are like, "Are you on weed? On weed? Yeah. yeah. Are you on weed? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Stop talking to right. me. Inner circle uh, quality over quantity is uh, episode sixty-two. Yep. So we went into in, in de- detail about that. Um, we also, on Coach Burke's ep- episode, uh, two episodes prior to this one, uh, went into those in depth uh, and his feedback on it. So check that out too. But association is, is vitally important. Uh, if you're definitely wanting to become something better, you can't hang around with crap. You've got to hang around with the right people that's going in the right direction. And I know there's everybody who's like, oh, I have a buddy of mine. You know, he's just been a lifetime friend of mine. We don't have to, you know, cut him off completely, but definitely put him at arm's length. You have to grow you. The more you have that friend around you, they're just going to bring you down. Or if you say if you had a drug addiction, addiction, and you had friends that were all into, into drugs. I don't know why we're on drugs, but just to saying. You know? said we're on drugs. Yeah, no, we're, we're not. We're on I mean, weed. We're on weed. On drugs. But, oh, I mean, it, it's the same principle as that. If you keep hanging out with him and he's smoking or drinking or doing whatever he's doing that's causing you to hiccup, I mean, you're just going to eventually get back into the old grind or the old you, and your your good habit that you worked hard on is is just gone out the window. So you have to cut those people out. Well, like gravitate towards like. I heard uh, Coach Burt say that whenever he he explained what his thought of association was, and what that told me was, if you want to up your association, you better up your value. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't don't you can't be a turd, you know, and hang out with the goldfish in the in the 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 fishbowl, right? Like you you've got to you got to you got to up your game. You got to be you got to be better because eventually those individuals in that association will do exactly what we're telling you to do with the ones that are pulling you down and mm-hmm. they'll start to kind of weed you out of the group. So understand that if you want to up your association, you damn sure better up your value. I don't know if we need to go into every single one of them like we did. Um, just kind of, I was going to throw out a couple of episodes for people to reference sure. based on these. So we were talking about integrity. Integrity's next. Um, and, and based on our conversation with, with coach, you know, it, it kind of helped us all see a little bit yeah. different um, definition of integrity. So um, I, I know that was helpful for us. So I think stand in the gap, which was like our fifth episode we ever did, um, would be something to reference on there. And then also uh, another your one, matters. your word matters. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's that a two good episodes. What episode was that? Your word matters. Your word matters is the episode that I will tell you the number of here in a minute as okay. I get done stalling so, as I scroll through. Integrity here is important to tell you what it is as soon as I find it, and then I'll bring it up so, again. So essentially, these characters—that <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> man. Somebody's not going to get that five minutes back. Oh, <laughs> no, that wasn't that long. <laughs> So I, the biggest thing that I, I like it about what Coach Burke said, and you may have said this already, Cam, but uh, being whole, body, mind, heart, and spirit. That was huge. I know we always think about- Episode you know, nine. Episode nine. Thank Got you, guys. Him. You had to scroll that far from five to nine. I missed, <laughs> it. I missed it on the way. I missed it on the hey, way. Hey, we have over seven, uh, 70 episodes now, man, yeah. so that's pretty good. But um, that was cool. I never thought of it that way. I was always thinking, you know, if your word matters, you know, you say you're going to do something, do it. You're going to be there on time, be there, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty cool. Um, the next one would be um, Etiquette. And I'll go ahead and tell you, it's one of my all-time favorite titles of episodes, Just the Tips. Mm-hmm. So there is it some sure etiquette is. things in there. The title's not very much in line with good etiquette, but other than that. It sure is. I, your first impression, this, this was huge. I didn't realize this. If your first impression is bad, it takes 21 positive uh, interactions to fix it. Mm-hmm. That was huge. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's that stat's really true or not. But I'm, I'm sure Coach knows his shit. So that's yeah, crazy. like sixty-seven of stat, sixty-seven percent of stats are made, made up. Sixty-eight percent. Sorry, I, I would like to have a, a maybe it know, went down. Maybe know. a Harvard study on that or yeah, something. But yeah. that's insane. I don't doubt it. I mean, I've I especially from a a, a men's perspective, like yeah. you you make an assumption based off of you know first first impressions for sure. I, I I think there's there's no doubt that first impressions are absolutely critical. Yeah. So if you're a guy out there going, man, I don't know why I'm not getting any jobs, and you got 
You know, your hair's a mess. You you know, beard looks horrible. Not you got clean. that bacon collar. Yeah, bacon collar. Your What's clothes have stains. What? Stains. Where your collar's stretched out and it's all wavy because yeah. it's stretched That's the out. first I've ever heard of that. You've never heard of bacon collar? I've never heard of yeah, that. So don't have kind of makes collar. me want to have one, though, because I like bacon. Yeah. I, I mean, know. you need to have it ironed. I mean, you need to look at, like, okay, what's the what's the best looking I can look like? And that's what your best foot forward is. Um, and if you don't have it, figure it out. You well, know? Just, just look. It, it comes down to this. How much respect do you have for yourself? Mm, if you want true. respect from other people, how much respect do you have your, for yourself? If you walk in there looking nice, everything's put together, hair's combed, you know, whatever it may be, like just just be put together and walk with a, a certain sense of confidence and posture about you. If you come in there and like me personally, as, as a hiring manager yeah. that I've done in the past, and you walk in there and I feel that you don't have enough respect for yourself to take care of yourself, it's very hard for me to get over that. Nope. It's it's very difficult. And you better be a bad motherfucker when it comes to talking and being articulate on what you have to say and super sharp. I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, and this was a couple of weeks back, I guess, when this happened, uh, as far as when this episode comes out. But the guy that went to the school board in Virginia or went to the wherever he went, and he went in there with a, a valid concern about, you know, opening the schools back mm. up and getting the kids in there and, and, you know, his whole deal. Like, he had a valid argument, and I really was on his side, but he had a toboggan on in the damn courthouse. Yeah, right. I'm like, bro, like, no, I can't even listen to you. Yeah. And I'm just watching you on Instagram. Yeah. Because you didn't take your toboggan off. Like, Carry yourself differently. These people aren't even taking you serious right now. Like, and I don't care how that hurts your feelings. I don't and, and what's yeah. funny is we'll have people that sit out there and make excuses. He well, should he should be, be able, able to wear to. whatever he wants. You're right. That doesn't change the fact that somebody doesn't give him as much respect because of yep. that. Like to me personally, it took it would have taken him more time and more thought process to put himself together yep. before he walked in there, which automatically told me how seriously he yep. took the situation. Right. And he was everything he said I agreed with. His passion I liked. But I, I guarantee he wasn't received well. No. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but mainly because, I mean, like immediately, like walls up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that first impression. Yep. You know, but, and that's okay. You can continue to make excuses why that should be accepted. Right. Or you can, you Listen. can understand the reality of the situation and sharpen yourself up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody wants somebody lazy. So you're first, if you're not put together, you're automatically thought of as you're a lazy individual who doesn't care. And nobody wants that in their employee. I, I wouldn't hire you. So, you know, confidence, like JP talks about, you know, you have to have confidence. You have to have an error of expectation. You have to come into the room and people look at you like, oh, there is somebody there. You know, you you, well, you bring a light to the room, basically, um, when you walk in because you know who you are. I mean, I, I've, I've walked around in a store because association network and stuff like that. And I would have somebody go, man, you just. You just carry yourself different. I'm like, yeah, because I know who I am. They notice that good donk donk. You carry right. yourself different. Wow. Well, I'm kind of confident. No, it's because you got a huge ass. <laughs> I have mean, to carry myself different. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to carry this, right? No, but I think the most important part of that is we're 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 gonna we're gonna teach guys how to be confident. Yes. Like, what are what are the what are the things that you need to start doing and implementing in your life to start to create some confidence about you? And some of it will probably be uncomfortable on the front end. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, it. A lot. Have probably a lot of it developing the confidence and stuff. But you know, starting to create more of a stiff stiff backbone where when you stand, you know, and one of the one of the things um, that that I think is is paramount is learning to create confidence internally, mm -hmm. not from everybody else. Mm -hmm. If you're gaining your confidence from other people's opinions at this point in time, you don't have confidence because nope. you have it in somebody else's hands and it can be taken away at any time. So your confidence has got to come from internally and, and we're going to teach you how to do that. Yeah. And if you want to reference some other episodes on that, Living with an Edge is episode 29. Mm, that's a good one. Very good. And then Humble Swagger is mm. episode 45. Another good, good one. So just get your head right for some of the stuff that's coming down the pipe. Ooh, and one, yeah. of, one of the biggest things I think on this list, and all of them are very important, but I think the one that suffers a lot is your work ethic. Mm. You have to be able to work, dude. Uh, you know, and like how Coach was saying, you know, this guy was lazy. He called himself lazy, but he got up at four, five o'clock in the morning, worked a full day, you know, mm -hmm. and just he's busting it in his in career and stuff like that. Dude, if you're killing it and slaying it, great. Cool. Keep it up. But if you're not, 
you're not putting the t- the time in to really make it happen. It's not going to just the 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 fairy of goodness is not just going to come by and say, "Here you go." <laughs> light you know? on your shoulders. Yeah, a little light on your shoulders. It's like you're blessed because you want to be lazy today. No, you have to fucking work. Gosh, so it, lucky. No, I know. Oh, you don't tell me that shit. <laughs> uh, don't tell me that shit. You tell me you're, I'm lucky, you're going to get punched. I'll tell you. Right in the work. Yeah, I've worked hard for this. So Some big-ass dude's going to walk up and be like, what's up, Lucky? Okay. <laughs> punched? Pop. I, won't, I ain't going to punch you in the face. I'm punched in the dick, dude. <laughs> you that oh, big. Oh, here we go. Sorry. But anyway, here we you go. that big. So Grit and Grind, episode number seven. <laughs> episode number seven. Tell you a little bit about work ethic. <laughs> And number 12, Hustle. Hustle, baby. Episode 12. You got to have a hustle about you, man. So we're going to teach you that. And then the last thing is creating a vision for yourself. Like, I think that's one, once you get these other things right, the vision will start to come. You'll start to see it and you'll start to visualize it. But vision is most important because it's not about you. If your vision is all about you and, and that what you can do and blah, 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 but you're not impacting anybody else, you're not creating what I would like to say a legacy, I mean, what are you going to be remembered for? You know, I, I love uh, Troy whenever that guy goes out to fight and the kid's like, you're going to go fight him? Yeah, because my, my name is going to be remembered forever. Yours He's, will be forgotten. Yeah, he says, I would never fight him. He's like, that's why no one will remember you. Exactly. That's why no one will remember your name. Woo! That's that's. I mean, if that didn't get you in the feels, man. I mean, seriously, look at yourself in the mirror and say, "What are you going to be remembered for?" So, why is that stuff so attractive? Why is that? Which no. which stuff? Like Troy, or what are you talking about? Yeah, like a lot of the a lot of the older, like so nobility, oh man, um, things of that nature. Why is that? Because I, I I would if you looked at a man at his core, and I don't care what man you look at, I, I would say that a hundred percent of men at, at their core get tugged at by stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nobility, um, you know, knights, you know, things of that nature and stuff. And it's like, those guys didn't leave, live easy lives. No. no. So if you're so attracted to that and there's something about you that just tugs at you with stuff like that, then why the hell are you living this mediocre ass life? Right. Well, because it's become socially acceptable yeah. more and more and more. And, and honestly, back then, at least from what I can tell from the movies, I wasn't there. Uh, it wasn't as acceptable. And not if you, I mean, I mean, you're going to be a peasant. I guess it was maybe acceptable if you just want to be a peasant. Yeah. I just don't There's know too many people that want to eat scraps. Yeah, yeah. but d- the the argument to that is uh, life is better today than it was back then. Uh, I think we have more conveniences today. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, this is something I've had a lot of internal dialogue recently about of what conveniences really are. And man, that it, it really strongly translates to distractions. Yeah, I mean, and uh, a weakening of yeah. the human being. I mean, it, it it's like the more conveniences we create, the weaker we get. You know, it really does. And it's it's like, um, and I think part of the reason I started thinking about that was uh, Phil that I run with and work out with. He was uh, he was telling about this conversation about is either him and his wife or him and a buddy or somebody is like, why do you do some of this stuff? And like, cause he runs, you know, he'll go out and do 40 miles or whatever. And, and, and why do you do that? And he'll hurt. He'll, t- he'll take me a week, two weeks to recover. And he's like, well, I just feel like we're, we live in such a convenient society and culture. He's like, I mean, everything we can you get, you can pop coffee in and have it done in a minute, you know, like foods, wherever you want it. Like you, you got air conditioning, you got heater in the winter, you got all, you got, we don't want for anything really. He's like, even if you're just, uh, what do you call middle what middle class mm-hmm. middle class it's like it's your life is so good yeah he's like you just how can you possibly grow like a man really should grow if you don't ever struggle and so he calls it suffering mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. if you don't intentionally go suffer then you probably like most people won't ever really suffer in their day-to-day life and if you're not suffering you're not growing because you have just have too many conveniences you know and you think about these guys back in you know in troy and you know, Alexander the Great, that movie, or 300, like, those guys, every day was suffering. Yep. Like, look at their damn shoes. Yeah. Walking around with that shit on. You know, like, you're suffering just walking from place to place. Well, and, I, I But would, they had a different perspective on life. And, and yeah. I would I would agree with that. And one of the, and, and I wanted to ask, because I wanted to see what your perspective was on that, because my perspective is I think quality of life is a lagging indicator of that suffering. Mm-hmm. 
the people that came before us, the men that came before us, the reason that we have mm. the quality of life that we have now is because they suffered so yeah. much then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, point. and the fact of the matter is it's a cyclical cycle, right? So it's a lagging indicator. So on the flip side, the reduction of quality of life is based off of the lack of suffering from men. So if you don't take it upon yourself to be a leader and to go through some of that suck, you know, or, or suck the sour to get to the sweet kind of thing, and you don't earn your way, I guarantee you quality of life will drop, so which it already has been. That suffering variable is part of the equation. But the but the quality of life where we're suffering now is just yeah, different yeah. than what it used to be. For sure. It's right. like we just talked about, you know, idle hands or, you know, the work of the devil. As a man, you need to work at some point to, to keep yourself busy because if you don't, you're, you're naturally destructive. I think one of the things uh, Coach Burt said, and I'll quote him on this, uh, you take away a man's ability to work and he becomes destructive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what happens. We, we were talking about COVID and, and keeping guys isolated and stuff like that. Guys start committing suicide at a high level. You know, they start they start going mentally insane. So your quality of life changes. It's more mentally. You might not be walking around in flip-flops during the wintertime. It might not be physical like that, but it's mentally mm-hmm. taxing. So it's different. For right. sure. So, uh, in reference to a couple of episodes for, for vision, uh, one is one that we reference a lot, which is your purpose is whispering episode 15. The other one is we did just recently live fully in your calling, which is episode 66. So I mean, there's going to be nuggets of that stuff in there. Oh yeah. So So you can go and get self-taught for a little bit. Yeah. But the the good well, you thing. Start, like, like you start tasting the ice cream some yeah, more. Yeah, taste the ice cream some more. We're gonna we're really gonna come at you. Uh, when we have these high uh, carbon boot camps, it's gonna be real, and it's gonna be practical for you uh, to take yourself to the next level. And it's gonna be uncomfortable, like what Cameron's saying. There's gonna be some tasks that you're gonna be doing with us that it's gonna make probably make you cry because you've never done it before. You've never experienced uh, loving yourself like you should, and. Um, if you really truly care about what your legacy is going to look like, what you really want to accomplish in life, stay tuned because it's coming. So, welcome to the movie.